Welcome to Minnesota Cannabis Conversations, a podcast hosted by me, Jason Tarasek, a cannabis attorney with Minnesota Cannabis Law. This podcast aims to introduce you to the people in Minnesota involved in hemp, CBD, and medical marijuana. We'll also provide insights about efforts to legalize adult use marijuana in Minnesota. There's a lot going on in cannabis in Minnesota. And this podcast aims to educate, connect, and empower our community. Minnesota Cannabis Conversations is produced and distributed by Business of Cannabis, an award-winning cannabis media company. Our next Minnesota Cannabis Conversation is with State Representative Ryan Winkler, who is the DFL Majority Leader in the House. For the last several months, Representative Winkler has been conducting Be Heard on Cannabis listening sessions throughout Minnesota to to garner interest in the legalization of adult use marijuana legislation in our state. During this podcast, Representative Winkler discusses the insights that he gained from his listening tour, the importance of gaining DFL control in the Senate this year, and his wish list for facets of a legalization bill. Okay, Representative Ryan Winkler, here we are at the State Office Building. You're getting ready for session. Thank you for joining us on Minnesota Cannabis Conversations. Um, you have been uh, out on a listening tour. Uh, can you tell our listeners uh, what you've been up to in that regard? Yeah, we've been to 14 different communities around Minnesota uh, asking people to be heard on cannabis. Uh, we've had uh, town hall type meetings where we present a little bit of information about cannabis laws and what's happening in Minnesota today and around the country. And then we've been getting uh, an hour of feedback from people, questions, comments, uh, personal stories, uh, all related to cannabis legalization. And we've had overwhelmingly positive support for legalization and a lot of ideas and issues that people want us to include in legislation, uh, which we are working on putting together right now. Excellent. Well, I had the chance to attend uh, a listing session in, in Eden Prairie, and I personally am thankful and grateful to you for getting up to speed on a very complicated issue. You are being very intentional and thoughtful about the manner in which you're presenting this. Trying to. Yeah, and, and I understand it's extremely complicated. What I've told people it, uh, is that it's a public policy nerd's dream because it touches on absolutely everything. Mm-hmm. Um, tell me... Uh, I know that perhaps the Republicans in the Senate might not be anxious to hear a legislation bill, but are there still intentions to get something going in the House this upcoming session? Yeah, what we've really tried to spend our time doing is understand all of the challenges and complexities, learn from other states, understand what choices we have to make, what trade-offs are in various issues uh, from uh, public health and the criminal justice system and how we reform that to what kind of regulation and tax system we need to have, uh, what kind of economic development, social equity, racial equity components we need to include. Uh, we, we've really tried to understand the issue and put together a set of recommendations for a bill that uh, learns the lessons of the past 10 years around the country. And so what we're going to do as a next step is uh, have the bill finalized and drafted and introduce it in the legislative session coming up in the House. And then we will start to move it through some uh, committees and start to get formal uh, feedback and buy-in in the legislative process itself. 
We haven't decided yet whether we should uh, try to pass it in the House knowing that the Senate doesn't want to do anything with it uh, or whether we just want to kind of continue the conversation and move it forward. But the main takeaway is that the House Democrats in Minnesota are committed to moving forward with legalization, whether it's this year, next year, or the year after that. We're, be, we're being very serious about it. That's great to hear. Uh, I have a quote from uh, Senate Majority Leader Paul Gazelka. We're not going to do recreational marijuana with regard to the upcoming session. So that seems to be non-ambiguous, I would say. Uh, and I participated in the Senate hearing in front of the Judi Judiciary Committee last session. It certainly doesn't seem like the Republicans are interested in even having a conversation about this. Uh, what do you think about what needs to happen legislatively? This may be obvious to some of our listeners, but maybe, I'm sorry, not legislatively, but politically before uh, legalization can happen in Minnesota. Well, I don't think there's any way that Senator Paul Gazelka, uh, as long as he's majority leader of the Minnesota Senate, is going to move forward on legalization. So uh, in order to make it uh, happen, I really think uh, the Senate is going to have to shift from a Republican majority to a Democratic majority. We've got an election, <clears throat> we have an election coming up in 2020 where the whole uh, state Senate and all of the state House are on the ballot, and so we could end up with uh, a House and a Senate that are interested in moving forward with legalization. But it won't happen, I don't think, as long as this Senate majority stays in charge. And so I think we need a shift in the election. Yeah, I, I certainly don't disagree with you there. Um, there are two major political parties in the state of Minnesota that are single-issue legalization. How much um, does their existence and the fact that they can qualify to run in any race anywhere now how much does that impact the way you and the DFL address this issue? Well, it definitely shows us that there are a lot of voters, uh, you know, at least 5% statewide, who are primarily motivated by legalization. And that means that they have a loose attachment, if any, to either political party. And uh, we have to take it seriously. I mean, the, the DFL has had legalization in its party platform for a long time. We took the lead on creating the medical program. We've taken the lead on decriminalization and changing our criminal justice system. So we've been there for a long time, but we haven't uh, put the level of time and attention into legalization that advocates are looking for. And that's partly why we are changing our course and really focusing in on it now. So I, I know Governor Walz um, a few months ago basically told his agencies to get ready for, for legalization. And I've kind of heard through the grapevine that uh, there's not a day that goes by here among the legislative staffers that they're not working in some regard on, on cannabis. Can you give me a little more information about what's sort of going on behind the scenes with regard to getting Minnesota ready for legalization? Yeah, as soon as our session was over last May, we started working on this. We started with um, a survey for members of the House uh, to see you know, what their interest level was in this issue, what concerns they had, what goals they have, what reasons they might have for supporting legalization. And uh, we took you know, that survey information and we asked members if they would like to have a town hall in their district related to cannabis. And so the 15 community conversations that we're having on cannabis really are at the request of the legislators in those areas. And so we're trying to both identify concerns and address them through policy and also hear from people directly in those districts so that those legislators hear uh, what their community is thinking about this issue. 
Uh, at the same time, uh, we've been forming working groups to develop policy recommendations in uh, four different topic areas. And we've had legislative staff doing tons of research around the country on what other states are, are doing. And we've been working with the Minnesota Senate Democrats and with the Walls administration on putting together these recommendations. So when this bill is presented uh, at the beginning of this next legislative session, it will re represent the combined work of the Walls administration, Senate Democrats, and the House Democratic majority. Excellent. So I'm curious, on your listening tours, is there one theme that has emerged? Um, is, is it possible to say that in terms of concerns from constituents and Maybe I'll just leave it at that. Is there anything sort of that stands out to you? I'd say the number one concern we hear is youth access mm -hmm. and the fact that people don't want, you know, kids with developing adolescent brains to have access to cannabis too easily. And they're concerned that legalization will make it more available right. or more normalized in some sense. Uh, and, you know, I think people aren't thinking through it quite very clearly because... Mm -hmm. It's already widely and easily available. There is no regulatory check on what's contained in the marijuana that kids are getting. Uh, there's no way to really police it outside of this criminal justice system, which is neither effective nor fair and is leading you know, to tremendous racial disparities. So I think that you know, the youth access issue is important, and what that has done is raise that to a level of attention and how we would address it through a legalized, regulated system. And so it's been positive in that sense. Yeah. Um, the hard part is getting people who are uncomfortable with legalization to start thinking through it and kind of reasoning and, and being logical about how the change will actually affect cannabis in Minnesota versus just being afraid of moving in this direction at all. Yeah. Um, one thing I like to note, so I was lobbying for the Marijuana Policy Project last session in favor of legalization. Like I said, I attended the Senate hearing, and every person I met with, I would, I would tell them, I said, you know, every state that has legalized marijuana, teen use goes down in that state because it makes it harder for them to get. And one very interesting thing was that the, the opponent that the Senate Republicans flew in to testify for a half hour or whatever it was before the bill hearing testified that that is also true. So the main opponent that the Senate Republicans were mm -hmm. relying on, even he admitted that. And if anyone would like the, the site to the, <laughs> to the actual minute that he said that, I'd be happy to provide that yeah, to you. Yeah, that would be helpful. Yeah. Okay. Um, one last thing. Well, actually, maybe a couple, a couple more things. Uh, I know you're a busy guy getting ready for session. What, in your opinion, if you could pick two or three major components of a legalization bill, what are absolutely non-negotiable have to be in the bill type facets? Well, the first one I would say is uh, addressing the criminal justice injustice that we have perpetuated with criminalizing cannabis and making sure that as we move towards legalization, we are not leaving behind all the communities that have been disproportionately impacted by the uh, prohibition model. So we want to make sure that people not only are getting records expunged and having uh, you know, all the collateral consequences associated with the criminal record dealt with. But we also want to make sure that they have some opportunity to participate in the marketplace as it develops on the legal regulated side. So there's that social equity component. And I think the other non-negotiable for me is that we have a 
um, cannabis uh, system that allows people to make responsible adult decisions for themselves that can help them with health issues that they may have to feel better in their lives. Whatever their reason for doing this is that they have access to a safe, affordable product uh, that is not creating harm and injustice for others. Uh, so to me, it's ultimately, it's the personal uh, freedom, personal ability to make good decisions for yourself while not harming others that is an essential component of any legalization bill. All right, here's a question that uh, you may not be able to answer, but people ask me all the time. Let's assume we pass a legalization bill in February of 2021. How long do you think it will actually be before the law, before it's actually legal for Minnesotans to go to a dispensary perhaps and, and purchase cannabis? I think the lead time is up to a year between passage and when things are available. Mm-hmm. And there's a, we have a lot of things to set up and, and get running in order to do it well. The worst thing in my mind we could do is to rush it, uh, make a whole bunch of mistakes, uh, have people feel like the, it, you know, it's not legitimate or it doesn't work or it's not going to be successful because that will slow down the process of migrating this illegal marketplace into a legal regulated marketplace. And so you know, we're taking our time to get through this legislation and develop good legislation. We want to make sure also that we're giving time to implement it without making big mistakes. Yeah. Final question, if someone listening to this wants to get involved, if they want to help out, um, what's your suggestion to them? Well, there are a couple of simple ways. We do have um, uh, a survey online and uh, a place to sign up for e-updates about what's going on. Uh, and that's at uh, house.mn slash cannabis. And the other good thing to do is be in touch with your house member and let them know that you support legalization. Mm-hmm. We have a tool on the House Minnesota House of Representatives website. You just type in your address. It tells you who your state house member is or your state senator is and contact information. And we pay attention to people who send us emails. We pay attention to people who make phone calls or who show up at our doors and want to talk to us about an issue like this. Um, you know, if you haven't been involved in the political process or been involved at the lawmaking process at the state capitol, it's very open and very much uh, issues are decided by who shows up. So showing up in one way or another electronically or in person really makes a big difference. Well, uh, I know those links are freely available. But we will make them available on the Minnesota Cannabis Law website as well. I just want to thank you again for all the work you've put into this and again for your uh, conscientious nature in attacking this issue. And we are rooting for you and look forward to seeing uh, what you can get accomplished next session and beyond. Great. And I look forward to seeing you and your listeners at the state capitol as we work on this. We will be here. Thank you. You have just listened to Minnesota Cannabis Conversations, a podcast by me, Jason Tarasek, a cannabis attorney with Minnesota Cannabis Law. Minnesota Cannabis Conversations is produced and distributed by Business of Cannabis. Learn more about Jason at minnesotacannabislaw.com and find all things related to the business of cannabis at businessofcannabis.ca. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.